Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. The Art of Relationships radio show. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Tuzinski will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy. Plus, help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. Single people don't feel left out. This show is also you in promoting confidence and self-love. Greg promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationship and lives. Live calls and chats are very welcome in helping you with your challenges. There will be an end to those tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, though to most, he's known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Hey, welcome everybody. Hopefully that came through on... Facebook. Hopefully, everybody can uh, hear me out there on Facebook, on the Spreaker app. Um, Welcome. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, waving everybody on Facebook out there. And after a little bit of a video I did yesterday, um, (laughs) I am never going to wear uh, a short sleeve shirt I had on yesterday um my let's just say my headlights were showing my nipples were protruding i got oh my god i got a crap load of messages private messages about that uh jokes about nipple clamps nit biting them nippling or nibbling them everything so hopefully the audio is coming through okay so you can join me make uh any comments any questions you want on facebook i'm on facebook live this is the second week that i am doing the show and what do i want to say welcome everybody you can also join me on the live chat on the spreaker app or spreaker.com search for the show the art of relationships or Type in my name, search for me, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Hey, everybody, trying to wave everybody to <laughs> uh, Chris mentioned, on, he gave me permission to use his name. He's been a friend of mine for quite a while, and <laughs> he just made a comment, you look so hot in that hard nipply shirt. Um, that Oh, my God, I think that was... Yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, I did a video standing up because I I like standing up uh, when I teach, you know, college classes, give presentations, whatever. I'm huge on standing. You know, I just like standing up. I talk with my hands, move about a lot. Um, But I stood up and, oh, my God, my... I didn't even pay any attention to it. My nipples were uh, protruding <laughs> big time, okay? So, uh, welcome again. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Um, Detroit's love guru, Detroit's... Ooh, wait a minute. Back up. Greg Dzinski. I'm a licensed professional counselor here in Detroit, okay? Uh, my specialty is relationships 
sex, counseling, and also I am, ooh, right, a marriage uh, counselor as well, okay? I also do trauma, grief, and loss aspects as well. But we're going to get back into the show. Oh, someone just mentioned best instructor ever. Uh, someone's lying, and she's maybe hoping, or she's hoping that uh, maybe she asked me again at the college I teach at, uh, they're in an A. But no, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Like I mentioned, I will not mention names on Facebook, on the radio show at all, live, unless you give me permission to use your name, okay? Because I respect your privacy, you know? If you're listening to the show or you ask questions or have comments, which I want, I want you, I'm very, very much into um, promoting, you know, to help you, to promote my services, if you will, to help you to have electrifying relationships, sex life, marriages, and also a more, what do I want to say, competent, uh, confident sense of self, self-esteem aspects as well, okay? And I'm tripping over my words already. It's been a long day. Um, so, I, oh, she already mentioned on the former student of mine, I, uh, I already graduated, so I appreciate the props very, very much, okay? Um, a lot of already listeners, whatever, watching Facebook, whatever, for when I did this last week, I want to give you a heads up. Facebook Live limits you to 30 minutes of live video feed. So what I do, I take a break, right about 28 minutes, give or take, and then I'm going to reload it, and I'll be back live after the break. So don't go anywhere, okay? So it'll be roughly around 8.30 Detroit time, uh, Eastern time, to uh, I'll be back. Don't go anywhere, even though the first video live feed will end, it will pick back up, okay? Now, today, I want to talk about craving love. And part of this, I let off uh, this week, whatever. I did a couple of videos. Yeah, the one with the nipply shirt <laughs> that you look at. Um, you know, are you competitive in making your relationship work? You know, I talked about this throughout the week a little bit. Um, you know, you're competitive in sports, fantasy football, fantasy baseball. Maybe you're a dancer, gymnast, whatever it is. Maybe you're competitive with uh, the neighbors having the best lawn in the neighborhood, whatever it is, bragging about your kids, whatever. Humans uh, tend to be very competitive, but my comment or my challenge was, are you competitive in your relationship or marriage to have the best marriage relationship you can. Are you as competitive at trying to have that, ooh, as you are in other endeavors throughout your life, okay? Another aspect is, uh, and I followed up, right? Talking about a switch was, you know, some insights, how to, or maybe things to look at to move away from an unhealthy relationship and when to call it quits. You can check those out on Facebook as well. Again, like I mentioned, you can go on Facebook Live. I'd love to see your comments on Facebook feed, also the Spreaker app as well, if you can, you know, view Facebook, whatever. I want to see your comments, your questions. I'd love to 
you know, I'd love to have them on there and ask questions, and I'll try to handle them. The Art of Relationships radio show, it is for you out there. It's for you, the people, to get free therapy, (laughs) to get free counseling from me, right? Ah, yeah. But um, it's another way for me to help you out there, okay? So ask, ask questions, whatever you want, okay, pertaining to relationship, marriage, sex, or even grief, loss, or maybe you're having a hard time through a traumatic life experience as well, okay? The show is for you. Anyways, and if you want to call me live, ooh, give me a call, 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. Give me a call. You will be anonymous, okay? Um, Like I said, you want to mention your name, you want to give me permission to use your name, cool. If not, no big deal, okay? And a huge peace sign out there to everybody out in Facebook land. Welcome to the show. Okay, now, tonight's topic, we're going to get on to craving love and Maybe second half of the show, we're going to get into self-protection because uh, it's sort of ironic how these two entities go hand in hand. When I deal with a lot of couples, you can see somewhat of my office in the background. And a huge thank you to Vicki Lee, uh, the black and white picture in the background. Um, I got five of them, I think she sent me over a year ago now. A huge thank you to her. Um, tremendous artist, just a tremendous person as general. So look her up, V-I-K-K-I-L-E-E. Oh, my God, she's watching. Cool. Hey, Vicky. Um, <laughs> that, give her a shout-out, and I'll see if I can. I don't want to arrange it, but if you can see the black <laughs> painting in the background, uh, black, red, um, Maybe she'll, I'll show them later to get more, better pictures of them. That uh, huge, huge, tremendous person, great talent. So check her up, Vicky, V-I-K-K-I-L-E-E. Vicky Lee, check her out on Facebook, okay? So, um, oh, it is. <laughs> Vicky just mentioned on Facebook, it's our painting anniversary. Ah, uh, you're right, Vicky. It is our painting anniversary. I appreciate you very, very much and all the help you've been given to promote the show and everything too out there. Okay. Well, let's get into the craving love and self protection. And we get at these elements to where, what do I want to say? That, um, they work sort of hand in hand. How many people out there, you crave love, right? You crave love, but you're in, deep down, you're in self-protection mode, right? You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get crushed. You don't want to get cheated on. You don't want to get, um, what do I want to say? You don't want to get in a situation where you get hurt. That's the premise. Come on. You know, getting cheated on. Getting, uh, being in love and having it end is you're looking at the elements to where, you know, what it comes down to is self protection, is you 
avoiding getting hurt. But in the same time, how many people go into a relationship half-assed, maybe deep down? Most humans, I'm not going to say all, most people crave to be in love, to have a love of a lifetime. There's a lot of people out there that said, you know what, you cannot love just one person for a lifetime. That, yeah, I don't necessarily believe that. I think a lot of people are selfish or maybe get defensive in the self-protection mode that the love that they crave and could have, that self-protection mode blocks that from happening. But I'll get more into that and sort of tie them in together a little bit more, okay? Um, Again, give me a call. I keep looking at my phone, trying to look at um, the speaker app on the live chat and everything else too. So I'm not avoiding everybody out there. I'm trying to do five things at once. <laughs> I might just have to ignore the speaker app, just pay attention to the Facebook live. Um, Chris, yeah, Mr. Chris, I wish you were closer to, hey, I can do Skype or whatever. Um, I know you are no longer in Michigan, haven't been for a bit. But uh, I can do Skype phone sessions. Check it out. <laughs> oh, my new, I'm all excited like a little kid. My new website is done and up. Finally. Ooh, I'm excited. I love it. It's www.theartofrelationships.org. Okay? Uh, theartofrelationships.org. Check it out. I'd love to hear your feedback. I always want constructive criticism, okay, about this sucks, this is good, I'd like you to change this. I'm all about self-improvement, okay? And so check that out as well. Going back into the craving love and self-protection, how many people out there, you know, they desire love, they want to be loved, they want to be able to give fully of themselves, not going to a relationship half-assed, or not going to, you know, you know, maybe one foot in as you know, proverbial, you know, let's say that we look at situation to where, you know, one foot out the door already. You know what? If he pisses me off, she ticks me off. We are, let's face it, right? I'm out the door. That's it. There are a lot of people use self-protection. They put walls up where one little issue, right? I'm not talking major issue. I'm talking little issue, discriminate, whatever. I'm out of here. That's it. I'm not putting up with this crap. So what happens, that self-protection could ruin a potential, dynamic, awesome, great marriage or relationship. And a lot of people, maybe self-protection is the root of being selfish, right? Or maybe those could be two different elements. You know, if self-protection and being selfish, are they two different aspects? And that's what I want to... You know, we'll get into that in a little bit, but the craving love. I crave love. I crave love of a lifetime. You know, I want the emotional, physical, sexual, best friend relationship. Nothing perfect. I get that. I'm not talking about perfect. I want that. And I think most of us crave it, but I think a lot of people out there might have, one, two high expectations. Maybe that's part of, if this ain't perfect, I'm done. That's it. I'm moving on. Then, you move on to the next one, next one, next one. Oh, relationships never work, and that's it. I'm done. And our walls go up, and the love that we crave ends up, you know what? We become very cold. We 
become maybe numb to, let's face it, the basic, a very basic human emotion about being nurtured, about craving, about being loved, we sort of cut that out because, yeah, granted, maybe past heartaches, past um, love traumas of the heart, being cheated on, being abused, even growing up by our parents, you know, caregivers, whoever raised us, we might not trust that love is healthy. It scares us because let's face it, when we're in love, it's like being high, right? Like I would know that. But anyways, that we end up getting into the situation where, you know, being in love, it's the same feeling as being high. The endorphins kick up, dopamine levels kick up, oxytocin levels kick up, the same elements um, the neurotransmitters that are released give us the same effect when we're high. You know, maybe drunk, you know, booze, certain drugs, or, you know, getting stoned, whatever, gives us that euphoric feeling. It's the same aspect. So we feel good, but when it ends, we crash and we hurt. So therefore, how many people been through maybe a divorce, a breakup where your heart got crushed? Therefore, you're going to sit there, you're going to look back, and you're going to say, right, I'm not going to love again. Forget love, forget relationships, they suck. All men are dicks, all women are this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you put up that protection mode. And the biggest thing that maybe all of us crave in our life is love. Therefore, we back it down. We kill the desire for love out of self-protect mode. And that's one element I'm going to sort of weave together in the second half of the show, okay? When we look at, um, you know, craving love, how many people, and I'm not talking, there's, I think I see a, two different elements, you know, in my office. People that crave love, but again, they, they're scared to death of it, okay? They're scared to death. I already touched on it. They don't, wanna, they don't want to be hurt, right? They don't want to be crushed, so they protect. Now, we also have the other aspect where people that crave love, ah, right? They sell themselves out. These are the people that crave love so much, they're in abusive relationships. They're in maybe numb, dead, passionless relationships, abusive relationship, emotionally, physically abusive. Therefore, they're craving love at all costs, and they sell themselves out. They're in very toxic relationships, okay? They're huge, toxic relationships. So what happens is, you know, we have two different spectrums. We have craving love so much where maybe you're a doormat and you are doing everything you can to be loved, but maybe that person doesn't deserve your love. Um, you're dependent. You know, everyone's used that psycho babble term, dependent, codependent, um, a doormat, whatever you want to call it, an abusive, toxic situations, but you don't want to get out of it because, oh my God, um, I'm, I'm going to be alone. I'm not going to feel love. But is that really love to begin with? So we have two different extremes that I see often in my office with relationships and also in people in general to where, you know, they crave love so much that they sell themselves out. That's where they need a little more self-love and self-protection. 
And the other extreme where people, maybe they want to crave love, they want to be loved, they want to love, but their walls are up, and you know what? They back away from potentially great relationships or great, you know, emotional bonding connection of the heart. And another individual mentioned, you know, walls are made for a reason. However, they can be broken by the one person that can create the kind of trust and love that is true. You know what? That is very, very wise. And that was a comment on Facebook. Um, like I said, I'm not going to mention names unless you give me permission to do so. And the element we look at, you know what? Craving love needs to be healthy for one thing. I'm all about that. There's a difference between, you know, craving love and putting up with, with a bunch of crap that's unhealthy, that's toxic, that you shouldn't be. Another one where maybe you want love deep down, but you know what? I've been burnt before. I'm never going to let that happen again. So what happened? You're cold or you're cold. You become almost heartless in a way because you're self-protecting yourself and you're risking Ooh, maybe you're afraid of risking your heart getting crushed again. So you're cold, you numb the motions of the heart and the soul, you numb them out because you don't want them to get crushed. I understand that. I get it. It hurts. However, then you're living life in self-protect mode and you try to pretend and you BS yourself that I don't need love. I don't need anybody else. I get that. I understand it. There's a difference between needing it and wanting it. And some people mix up the two. I don't need love. Screw that. I don't need it. I don't want it because, you know what? I'm not going to get crushed again. I am not going to be in a situation where I'm going to get devastated again. So now I hear comments all the time. I will never lose myself again. I will never love deep again. You know what? I'm not going to give my all again. I will never do that, Greg. And I'm like, Damn, I understand it. It's good. But where can I help you still crave love, want love? You can still be sort of self-protective, but ooh, you be smart. And one comment I make to, con- uh, to couples in my office and students, whatever, I look at the situation, and I mentioned this maybe last week too, where I want you know individuals to be able to give 100% to a relationship But I also want you to give 100% to yourself. People got to earn your love. They need to earn your trust. I'm all about that. But it comes to a point where you have to give too. You want to be loved and you want somebody to jump through hoops to prove their love for you. And yet your walls are still up, but you're not doing anything because you know what? I'm protected. They need to prove themselves. Screw that. I'm not going to prove myself to them, right? I'm not going to do anything. You have to do everything. That's a huge mistake because it ain't going to work. Because if that person is doing everything to prove their love to you and you're not doing anything, remember that doormat situation I talked about? That's what that other person will be in. That's what that other person will be a doormat. They're going to lose respect for themselves. You're going to lose respect for them too. And if I was given my awe and that lady was not given back to me, I'm going to say peace out. 
goodbye. I'm confident enough to, you know, look at myself. I'm craving love, but I also crave to be loved back, okay? And if you're so in protection mode, you know, so protective, so guarded all the time, going into a relationship half-assed, do you really want that? Would I want that? Not at all. That's not fair to me, and it's not fair to the person maybe I would be involved with in the future if I sort of went into it half-ass as well. And our wounds build up from past whatever, traumas, breakups, how we're raised, whatever. And I get that. That's where the self-protect mode. We can be smart and still crave love and allow that person to love us and for us to love them. Is it easy? No, not at all. And I'd love to hear comments on Facebook about maybe if the matters of the heart being, let's face it, being crushed before, being, let's face it, being disappointed. But can you be smarter without being self-protective, without having huge, huge walls up? I, I get it. I'm not being naive. I get why walls are put up. I understand that. But what happens, our heart becomes numb. It becomes hard and it becomes cold. And this is where the situation where, you know what, you go into a relationship like I said, half-ass, and that individual, you're like, they're not going to feel loved. They're not going to feel desired, appreciated, and then what happens? They walk away from you, or an affair happens. Again, I never promote them. I don't condone them, okay? Not at all. I'm like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> um, but you look at because they don't feel loved, they don't feel desired, Kim mentioned because men suck. (laughs) Kim, not all, well, maybe they do and lick and nibble. Anyways, um, (laughs) but you look at the situation. There's women. I'm talking, a lot of people think men are cold and all. No, women are too. It is not a gender bias situation. Men protect their hearts too. Women protect their hearts too. Men have gotten crushed before. Women have gotten crushed. You need to look at it's an individual aspect. It is not necessarily a man versus woman issue. And you know what? Maybe I'll have to do a show next week on you know men versus women type of aspect. I did, I think, uh, oh, God, maybe a year and a half ago, whatever. But I'll get back into maybe a man and a woman, what they want. But you look at with the self-protect, mode and craving love, where does the conflict come from? Um, Chris, you mentioned insensitive people are cold, not gender specific. I totally agree, but some people that are insensitive, they are insensitive because they have walls up, because they've been crushed, they've been criticized, um, cheated on, ripped apart, abused. I get that. Then they become cold. That is, that's where people need to separate. That's not every man. That's not every woman that is insensitive, that is cold. Again, it's not a gender situation. It's an individual situation. And if you want to be, you know, loved, desired, you need to take that risk. You need to take that risk and put yourself out there, but also be smart about it, okay? 
You need to be smart about it. And there's a difference between always being in self-protect mode and then being smart, and hopefully the heart and the gut will align. Well, okay, now this is going to be time for a break because I'm going to lose the Facebook live feed. Like I said, do not go anywhere, people. I'll be back probably in about two to three, uh, maybe three minutes, and I'm going to pick back up the Facebook Live, okay? So don't go anywhere. Uh, you'll be able to catch it right up. You'll see it right on my page. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I will be back shortly, uh, okay? Thanks for listening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. See you in a few minutes, people. Thanks for watching. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show. On the podcast, Detroit Network. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so original.
Uh-oh, back live. Sorry, the song's over. That was Skyway Traffic, the great pretender. Make sure, check him out. Um, friend of mine, uh, Eric Mayer, uh, uh, talented. He was a student of mine, too. Skyway Traffic, great pretender. Check him out on Reverb Nation Facebook and YouTube people. Um. No, Vicky Lee. <laughs> Vicky, I wish I could see you guys now. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be watching everybody in their underwear right now. That'd be hot, wouldn't it? On uh, their bras, pants. I don't want to see guys in there with their hairy asses out there. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't want to. <coughs> uh, no, I wouldn't want to see that at all. I don't want to see any guys hairy butts out there. Whatever. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> uh-oh, Kim, I hope you're okay. You're waiting at urgent care with x-rays. Uh-oh, hopefully everything's, hopefully everyone, uh, or I hope you're okay too. And I want to give, uh, a huge shout out to, uh, a friend of mine, new friend of mine, Tommy Morris. We're going to be doing, I'm also put this out there with DetroitCity.tv. Make sure you check that out. We're going to be getting together Total Connection. We're, I'm actually going to be doing shows live, TV streaming, which will be cool. Hopefully, we'll be getting that up um, pretty soon. Hopefully, be the middle, maybe the end of next month, depending when Tommy gets done partying. No, <laughs> kidding, Tommy. No, um, so hopefully, that's going to be cool. I'm very excited. Nice guy. Again, DetroitCity.com. TV. So make sure you check that out. Oh, you can see the one of Vicky Lee's painting in the background. I know it's not a close up, but um, again, check her out. Vicky Lee, V I K K I L E E. I want to get back to. Oh, let me adjust. Sorry about that. Just want to adjust the Facebook aspect. I want to get back into the elements where. You know, craving love and getting into the situation where we crave love and self-protection. I get that. We've been maybe cheated on. We've been abused. And we get in a situation where we get so self-protected that we kill any possibility for a truly phenomenal relationship where we're truly connected. And what I mean, you know, I don't mean when I talk about putting down your walls and being self-protected, I do not mean that you are to be stupid. That does not mean, okay, somebody cheats on you and you automatically, okay, I'm going to crave love and Greg said don't self-protect. No. <laughs> that I want to make sure. People need to earn your trust big time. There's a big difference between people earning your trust and, you know what, you totally self-protect protection where you could be maybe ruining a good thing because, oh, I'm going to be safe. I don't want to take any risks, and therefore, I'm not going to crave love. I don't need it. I don't want it. Screw that. I'm going to go out, just sexually, you know, fulfill myself physically, whatever. But what happens is, you know, we start getting lonely, even sex, even for most guys, you know, random sexual acts, whatever, that let's face it, becomes hollow, maybe becomes 
sort of empty. Even yeah, for for me too. I want the emotional connection as well. So what happens, you end up killing off a big part of you, a natural human instinct about caring, about being nurtured, about, you know, being loved, being desired, about being craved, and also, you know, feeling that way towards somebody else. Think about this. Think about if you were such um, maybe self-protect mode that, you know what, my kid, will never, ever disappoint me. They'll never upset me. Yeah, I know it's a fantasy world, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, think about that. If you closed off your heart to your kid, Greg, that's different. They'll never hurt me. You know what? There's kids that become drug addicts, that become maybe steal from you. Maybe they beat mom up. I, I've dealt with this. This actually happens. Um, it might be rare in some cases, but this happens. So what goes on? You know, think about this analogy. You start cutting that off, numbing out against your kids, what maybe some kids do. Think about that. It's a natural instinct, right? So people can go ahead and still crave love and still be wise to the world around them and make people earn the trust. Well, you know what? They got to prove their trust for 10 years with me. And I'm like, really? When you go into an always self-protect mode, chances are the other person is not going to feel loved. They're not going to feel craved. They're not going to feel important, valued, that it's always on guard. So what happens is there's going to be a lot more distance building up in the relationship, right? Now, what happens is, When there's that distance building up, you're safe, right? Because you're self-protecting. I knew this was... Then the other person leaves you. See, I'm glad I was self-protecting, Greg. See, I was smart. They left me. But you're causing that. You're building that up. You're causing distance in the relationship or in the marriage because you are in self-protect mode. You have the walls up. I'll never love again. I'll never lose myself, which I don't want anybody lose themselves, you can still maintain your sense of self, hold on to yourself, and still give willingly and lovingly craving, devouring your partner in a relationship. That's the best kind of love when you hold on to yourself, when you're not selling yourself out, and you're accepted for who you are. But it's got to be both ways. It can't be just one way, people. Not at all out there. And a lot of people listen. Yeah, they're rolling, rolling, <laughs> they're rolling their eyes. Yeah, Greg, you're full of shit. Um, you know what? I'm going to self-protect. I'm not going to get hurt. But part of love is being, you know, giving and all this stuff. And when you get in self-protect mode, what happens? You're all about getting. You're all about that other person. You know, it's what you can get from that other person to, you know what? They got to earn this. They got to earn that. And it goes on and on and on. Pretty soon, the person in the relationship that's doing all the giving, because you have your walls up so much, they're going to get tired. They're going to get burned out. And they should. They're like, you know, what the hell am I getting out of it? I'm giving them myself. My walls are down. And, um, deserving of love. I'm deserving of trust. And then they're not giving me anything because their walls are up and they're never coming down. It's almost like half-assed, right? You can have sex without any emotion feeling, but how many people want that, you know, over a long-term relationship, right? And 
part of self-protect also comes in when people argue and they fight, right? How many people get tit for tat, right? Get, right? Defensive. That's all part of protect mode. Instead of looking, you know what? It's my bad. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I get where you're coming from, right? Well, craving love is, again, I can't stress this. It's a natural human occurrence, instinct. It should be natural. But because of life events, we allow it to die in us. We allow it to get killed. I'm challenging everybody out there listening or watching at this point to, you know, try to put down the walls. Look at, ooh, sorry, keeps freezing. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Hopefully it's not freezing too much for everybody's Facebook uh, feed because that will be annoying. I'm looking into another element to, to where I won't have to take a break, and hopefully that will get rid of all the freezing, but still will be live on Facebook, which is cool. So I'm looking into that as well. So, uh, no, thanks for cluing me in about freezing. Hopefully everybody else isn't having the same problem. So when you get self-protect mode, I'm all about, like, like I said, somebody cheats on you. They need to earn that trust back. There's a difference between being smart and always having walls up and being self-protected. Like, self-protected is I'm never going to be, you know what? I'm never going to give fully of myself again. I, I did that. I got burnt. And it's like, man, maybe that person just doesn't deserve your love. And you get hurt. You heal. But does that mean you can't give fully of yourself? But maybe in a smarter way. Someone cheats on you. Like I said, most of the couples I deal with here in Detroit in my office, there's an affair. They're, I, 85% of the couples I deal with, one of them cheated. She cheated, he cheated. Yes, just as many women cheat as men. The stats are wrong. They're misleading. They're very biased. Let's face it, ladies. You're not being honest on the surveys and questionnaires. But anyways, that's we all been hurt, but we look at can you look at yourself? You know what? Maybe I wasn't giving of myself. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe, you know, I held my love, my affection back because I didn't want to get hurt. And ultimately, I got hurt because, you know, yeah, good thing I didn't give my all, Greg. Good thing I, I was only in half-ass. That means I didn't get hurt as bad because they cheated on me. They left me. They walked away instead of looking at why they walked away. In the video I did earlier, not the nipple video, not the nipple video I did uh, yesterday, the one, uh, crap, what is it? Monday, I think I did. And, um, and I talked about it at the beginning of the show tonight, was about, now I can't even think about it. <gasps> oh, being competitive, sorry. Um, being competitive and being competitive and having the best relationship, sex life, uh, emotional connection, marriage, whatever you want to call it. Um, that you can. Can you be competitive with that versus, you know, sporting events, uh, jobs, anything else? But I'm all about working at the aspect. And can you be competitive at finding out why that person is distant? You know, what is your role in that? And so many people are so protected. They have their walls up. They don't want to look at that. They're not looking at themselves. They're looking at that other person out there. 
across from them saying, you hurt me, you did this, see, I knew this was going to happen. But they're not looking at what they did to cause it. Yep, Greg, I knew that it would happen again. Yep, I knew I'd get cheated on again. Yep, I knew I'd get hurt and crushed again. And I look at these people, I get it, that they play the victim roles. Some people, I get it, they're great, they're caring, loving people out there. They're all giving, and they get shit on. I, I'm, I get that. Um, but you got to look at what people are you getting hooked up with? You know, Are you getting hooked up with bad elements that people, they would cheat on anybody? Are you getting hooked up with those individuals? That, and that's where I talked about giving of yourself fully, but not getting anything back. You need to be smart. And part of craving love and self-protection is balanced with self-love, self-respect, and that you are not going to get treated like crap. And you can still give fully and say, wait a minute, you know what? That was disrespectful. You know what? Don't do that. You know, I don't like when you do it. It hurts when you do that. And if that person doesn't care about that, um, then that tells me you're with the wrong partner, okay? With craving love, you can definitely let yourself go. <coughs> Sorry, need a drink of water. <laughs> Actually, it's vodka. No, I'm, it's just water. Vodka was earlier. But, you know, it's a, I love joking around and being, you know, I, I love that. I just love joking around and being playful and stuff. <clears throat> and this episode might be a little bit I don't know what I want to say. Not funny at all, other than the nipple comments. But I'm looking at it because I see so many people out there, they could have dynamic, loving relationships, but they're, they're scared. One little setback, they run, and they self-protect. You know, an argument, a disagreement, a misperception on something that was said or something that was done. And all of a sudden, the walls go back up again. And you are BSing yourself, reassuring yourself, yep, good thing I got my walls up. I knew this was going to happen. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy to the elements where, you know what? Ah, I knew this was going to happen. I'm glad I didn't give up myself. I didn't give fully. So what happens, ooh, if you gave fully, maybe that stuff wouldn't happen, Okay. Um, you know, what do you do when you, are you, you know, you're, you're afraid to tell your partner you love them. Are you afraid to be giving? Are you afraid to be central, to make the first move and to take a risk in the situation to, you know, show your love because you know what? I might not get it back. I might not, I might get hurt. I might get rejected. All these insecurities, they might, it might happen, but Craving love and to get love, you need to give it. You need to take that risk and put yourself out there. The old saying, you know, every one of us, you know, watching, listening to the show, we've all heard that show, right? You can't get love if you don't give it. Yes, it's got to be earned. It's got to be enduring. It's got to be working together. Absolutely, that's what I promote. But if you're so damn self-protected and you're so on edge, and always maybe paranoid, you're never going to give love. And therefore, how do you comfort yourself with that, right? 
I don't need love. I don't want love. And all of a sudden, you go through law, you go through life living maybe half-assed. You might be happy. You might be okay. Or are you just BSing yourself, right? Are you just BSing yourself? You know, I can do this. And oh my God, I get in to this situation often too. Part of the self-protection mode, we tend to dive in. We tend to make our kids our everything, right? We become their our only essence because, right, it's easier to put our um, attention and full love. I want us to love our kids and everything else, but guess what? We're going to do this and then you lose yourself. Then you end up getting in a situation where, oh, my kids are all this, all this. I get that. I'm all about that. But you're a person too. You're an individual person as well, and your needs are important. And I get this comment all the time. Part of self-protection aspects is, you know what? Um, My kids are everything. Yeah, they should be. But you also have a life too. Then the kids grow up they become teenagers. They don't want to hang out with you anymore. And then you're like, oh, my God, I gave everything. You're dissing me. Then you make the kids feel um, guilty. You manipulate your kids, right, to protect you. Now what happens? Now you're protected from having a deep, maybe potential awesome relationship or you know, romantic love relationship. And that self-protect mode, now what do you do? You, you are enti- your kids deserve you to be happy. And I see a lot of people, they hide behind the kids because it's easier. They don't want to get hurt. They, they get in a situation where they trick themselves in a situation to where to protect themselves from getting hurt in romantic relationships. They hide behind the kids. They put everything into the kids. My kid, you know what? It's my job to make my kids happy no matter what. No, it isn't. Not at all. They need to learn how to make themselves happy as well. So a lot of self-protection, I get it. I understand it. But this is where I want you to do the work and look at yourself. Are you self-protecting because you don't want to get hurt? I get it. I get it. However, you know what? What would it take to take a risk? And that I get it. It's scary. I understand that. It's scary to put your heart out there. But you go through life, right? It's almost like you are living maybe half of a life. Okay, maybe three quarters of a life. There's a difference between, you know, depending on love and you're worthless without it than wanting it, and wanting to feel loved, desired, crave. I want that. I admit that, okay? I think I did, uh, oh my God, when was that? A couple weeks ago, I did a long spiel. I was just in the mood about I am, I am a man. I think it was. It was a couple weeks back. You know, most people want to be loved, desired, craved, respected, listened to. We all want that, but we all fight and argue because we're self-protecting. Or maybe we always want to be right, and that's another way to self-protect and guard against us from being hurt. Because if I'm wrong, 
oh my God, I can't do that. They might see I'm wrong, not love me anymore, leave me anymore, or or leave me anymore. <laughs> they might leave me, or they might, let's face it, right? They might hurt me, crush me, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to dive into all the kids. I've seen it all the time, people. Not everybody, I'm not saying it, but I see it often. And these people, when the kids get older, Single mothers, uh, even dads that devote, it's not just, you know, moms, it's dads too. They devote every entity to their kid. I'm all about being a good father, being a good parent. I'm all about that. But you also need to be happy within yourself because when your kids grow up, where are you left? Now you're like, I'm all alone, I'm all alone. And I see people walking a rocking around like zombies. I can see it in their eyes. Um, I see it in their walk. I see it in their demeanor that something's missing. A lot of it is, you know, maybe deep down they want to be loved. They want to have somebody to love and to click with and to share life with. And it works both ways. But you got to give of yourself and try to take that risk to put the walls down and not be so self-protective. Be smart. There's a difference. You know, being smart and having that person earn your trust, earn your respect, I'm all about that. But as they're doing that and earning respect and earning your trust, I want you to be able to put the walls down and sort of give into that element as well. Not easy, like I said, throughout the whole show, it's not an easy situation when you've been crushed, when you've been hurt before. Um, not at all. I get that. But I think most of us want love. We want to crave love. We want the partner to last a lifetime. We want that love relationship. And then what happens? Maybe we get disappointed. Expectations, right? I'm not going to expect anything, Greg. That way I don't get hurt. I don't get crushed. Really? That's sad. It's very sad. And you look at the element to where, you know what, I, how many people, why, don't, why wouldn't you expect having a great relationship, having a relationship where the sex is great, emotionally, physically connected? You can talk. Uh, you have a disagreement. That's okay. But you work through it. Okay? Oops, excuse me. Yeah, I did burp. <laughs> How unprofessional. <gasps> no, sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How embarrassing. On live TV or Facebook, whatever this is. <laughs> um, you look, I'm human, okay? You look at uh, the element to where, oh, my God, now I lost my <clears throat> train of thought. You know, to where, you know, take that risk. Reach out. You know, allow the guards to come down. If you feel a connection with somebody, this is where I want you to be able to, you know, maneuver it, to be able to give of yourself, okay? It's not easy, okay? Um, not easy at all. So hopefully I'm going to say peace out tonight. Uh, Facebook, the second feed or second part of the video is out. I hope it, um, I hope it worked for you. I hope you learned something from it. I'm setting up some stuff. Before, I'm going to play a couple things before I say goodbye to every, 
everyone out there. But um, again, check out theartofrelationships.org. Oh, check out my book, too, on Facebook. I uh, actually had, like, raffles, drawings, whatever, for I gave away six books in the last week um, to people that share my stuff. I'll be doing that periodically. Um, I need to buy more books or have money to buy more books. (laughs) Um, I'll be doing more raffles, sharing my stuff. Thank you so much. Um, But my book, Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave, Check it out on Amazon. Again, my website, theartofrelationships.org. Any questions, private message me. Give me a call, text 313-614-9498. Everybody have an awesome, awesome hump night. Everybody take care. Much love and peace. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. I'll hold on for a little bit. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network.